we talked about it. You answered, of course, a lot of questions, and um, I, I think I've never heard you uh, say Bhagavan's famous Brahmastra. You call it that one? Yeah, who's yeah. the one who was asking that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, it, yeah. is it something you do deliberately, or you don't even think about that? Um, or? I, I certainly don't do it deliberately. I do say, I think I, sometimes I, I talk okay. about Bhagavan's Brahmastra, um, but um, when Bhagavan, uh, I mean that ultimately is the, is the question, but when people are trying to understand, that is many people, when they came to Bhagavan and he used that Brahmastra, they couldn't understand why he was saying that. So I'm trying to explain yeah. what Bhagavan's teachings are. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, in a sense, it, it's not for me to, to say like that. It's, it's for me to try to understand why Bhagavan said like that. But ultimately, the only answer to all questions ultimately is to know the truth of ourselves. Yeah. Well, it sometimes just helped me. I sometimes have questions, but then I remind myself it's not about the questions, it's about the questioner. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that kind of, then the question evaporates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you still have questions? Hmm? Do you still have questions? This is a very personal question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say um, I'm just, I'm just yeah, I mean, interest. I, I do, I do, but particularly, for example, when I'm translating, I have to think about it. Why Bhagavan? Why it is said like this in this way? But somehow, it, it, it seems clear to me that Bhagavan has answered all questions, or but if not explicitly, implicitly, all questions are answered yeah. in Bhagavan's own original writings. So I can't say I've understood everything, but when I think about it, I'm able to... Sometimes I myself wonder how I'm able to so easily answer all the questions that people ask me. It's just because I can see the answers are already given by Bhagavan. Yeah. So I, basically what I'm doing, I'm pointing out what Bhagavan has said, or the implication of what he has said. Because that's one thing about, that is the when we read Bhagavan's original writing, there's the meaning. Yeah. But there's also, underneath that meaning, there's so much implication. And it's in the implication that the real answers lie. Yeah. If we understand the implication of Bhagavan's teaching, yes. then all questions are answered. Yeah. Because the implication is, of course, yeah. the same as the practice. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because, a lot because of all, have, all his teachings ultimately are pointing up this practice, yeah. pointing us towards this practice. No, because a lot of people say beautiful spiritual phrases, yeah. but how do you practice it in daily life? Yeah, of course, yeah, that's yeah. what you believe. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Do we have the freedom? Yes, that's what I want okay. to ask. Do we have the freedom to, sorry, what was it? Well, to to discern or choose between the truth and and I would because I would in my own language say the lie yeah yeah that yeah. we are the body yeah yeah um, that that is the only freedom that we in essence have yeah 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 but that 
to discern that we need purity of mind, clarity, inner clarity. Yeah, yeah. That comes with practice, so we can't say we can just decide. Okay, I want to be able to discern it. No, we, of course. We have we have to work. We we have the freedom to work towards gaining that clarity, which is required to discern that. Is that clear? Mm-hmm. And that is the proper use of our freedom. Yes, but it's still oriented to yeah. that. To yeah. The, to the truth, yeah, to the yeah, reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In some books it's recorded, but Bhagavan said the only freedom you have is to turn within. Well, but, but, that's, but, uh, that's yeah. actually an equivalent of what I'm trying yeah, to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. But y- y- that's not the only freedom we have. If you've got the freedom to turn within, you've also got the freedom to turn outside. What, what Bhagavan meant there is the only correct use of your freedom is to turn within. Well, you could perhaps also listen to it as what is what is that which turns outside that's ego yeah and that in itself is illusion yeah yeah so and in essence not yeah. truth of yeah. course from the yeah. perspective yeah. from reality yeah so for reasoning from that yeah. you, you could also read it as that Bhagavan is actually saying the only free freedom you have yeah real freedom yeah because the other thing that thinks is free doesn't exist at all yeah 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 radically seen yeah, 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 yeah. But what is the term within is that same non-existent ego. Sorry, what is... But what is the term within is that same non-existent ego. Yeah. Because there's so. neither within nor without. Hmm? There's neither within nor without. In the end, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but that, that is paramatic. <laughs> we, we, we can't... Confu- we shouldn't mix up these different levels. Mm-hmm. What the, what what brings out very nicely in um, in the Karma chapter in the Path of Sri Ramana is that our very nature is infinite freedom. Our real nature is infinite yeah. freedom. And so, though when we rise as ego, we set impose limitations on ourselves, but we can never completely deny, uh, I mean, we, we, we cannot completely, um, we can obscure and distort our real nature, but yeah. we, we cannot completely do away with our real nature. No, because the base yeah. will also yeah. be, yeah. be yeah. 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 So, yeah. so, so, when we rise as ego, we still are free, but our freedom is limited by the, by the limitations that we've imposed upon ourselves as ego. Mm-hmm. So we are basically, this is a journey back to the, uh, to um, rediscovering the infinite freedom that we actually are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as Bhagavan then explains or how you translate it, in, was it verse 19 of Ulada Napadu? Mm. We have the freedom to try and the freedom to, to, to want and to will. Yeah, yeah. 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 But what actually happens, yeah, it's yeah. another domain, it's corrupt yeah. 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 Well, for me, somehow it helps to uh, kind of focus it on I have the freedom 
to um, it helps me to see everything that happens as a pro after. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it helps surrendering. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. Not worrying or yeah. Yeah, we, we we need not be concerned about our external life because it's already yeah. it's already predetermined. It's, it's of course at moments difficult. It's but, difficult. Uh, it's difficult, yeah. but but that is the. But in the that, end, that, easier that is, yeah, than yeah, fighting yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But for me, it helps to just focus on. I can choose between the truth or between the lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That means between being and doing. Yes, for example, mm -hmm. that's another way. Yeah. yeah. Or reality and unreality. But being yeah. and doing makes it yeah. very, very simple. Of course. Yeah. 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 How do you distinguish between someone talking about a jada in a proper manner versus someone who's just saying you don't have free will, so there's nothing to do? Like there, there is a way of expressing that from an a jada level, which is not a teaching. But how do you distinguish that between like a lower level and between the proper highest level? That is, we are told, but a jata is the ultimate truth, but we cannot apply that. In our, in, 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 that's inapplicable to ego. If we want to experience a jata, what is the first thing to rise? Ego. It is ego. So, so long as we rise as ego, that seems to contradict the truth of a jata. So if we want to restore ourselves to our true state, which is a jata, we have to stop the rising of ego. So, for all practical purposes, um, by raising his ego, ajata is untrue. I mean, it, it is the ultimate truth, but it's, you can't apply that truth to ego. Because ego is... It, when ego rises, everything rises. So, it's... Um, that the, ajata is the state of... Well, it's not even to, even to say it's the state of no arising. It is the truth in, in which there never was any rising. So it's very, it, it, people very, people with half-baked understanding pick up little bits here and there and make a mishmash of them and um, get themselves in a confusion. That's why Sadhuam often used to say, if you bring me a slate, which is a well-scribbled slate, and asked me to write Bhagavan's beautiful name on it, first thing I have to do is to wipe the slate clean. Because if I write Bhagavan's name over the pre-existing scribbling, it just becomes another scribbling. Wow. The beauty of his name cannot be seen. So first we have to wipe the slate of our mind clean, give up all our preconceived ideas, then only Bhagavan's teachings will make a real impression upon us. Most of the confusion arises when people have failed to wipe the slate clean and therefore they're trying to understand Bhagavan's teaching through the perspective of their already preconceived ideas. The other question that I mentioned, I said there were two questions I recorded. The other question was from someone who said, he had just come across an explanation of ego which made a lot of sense to him. 
and the, the, the explanation is that when, that when ego projects everything, it then experiences itself through all the different individuals in its projection, which is something so many people are saying this nowadays. That's weird. But I, I think this is, firstly, there's no basis for this in Bhagavan's teachings. It's contrary to Bhagavan's teaching. It's also contrary to our experience because e what is ego? We are ego. So, is it, I mean, firstly, we don't experience ourselves. We experience ourselves as one body and we experience the world from the perspective of this one body. It's not even conceivable that we could experience, uh, simultaneously experience ourselves as many bodies and be seeing the world from many perspectives. I mean, can, can you even conceive that? Even from two perspectives, you cannot. It's impossible. Actually, Ramana talked about that in relation to relativity theory with Einstein. He said that something about two perspectives. Yeah, 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 yeah. When someone asked Bhagavan about that, and Bhagavan said, well, the assumption is that the assumption is that there are two, two observers. That itself has to be questioned. The other day I was talking with Sandra about Barclay's theory that it, uh, the world exists because a mind is perceiving it. Well, how is what's behind me being perceived right now or when we're not there? It's because God is watching it. What yeah. do you think about Barclay's theory? <laughs> it, um, well, he, he, this again is it's 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 mixing up different um, different things because he because he's a bishop he's a committed Christian he has to he has to reconcile um, I mean there are good points in his philosophy but they, they, basically we've got no evidence that anything exists independent of our perception of it but because he has to fit God in it it, it becomes a confusion again. Just like with Descartes, yeah. I can question because everything. Even, even the God who is supposedly seeing the, the um, seeing the, the tree falling down in the forest when no one else is present, even that God exists in whose view? Mm. In our view. I was going to ask you about a Zen koan. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? It makes a sound in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just an idea. The idea that a tree could fall in the wood when no one is aware of it. But it's impossible even to conceive something in which that, that is the, 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 the general belief nowadays is that this universe was created from a big bang somewhere and only after many, many millions of years or billions of years or whatever, slowly life evolved and then sentient creatures became evolved and then it became known. But the very idea of the big bang and this uh, unknown, this in universe in which there's no sentience is itself possible only in the, in the mind. In fact, existence without awareness really makes no sense at all. Because, yeah. it, I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, what about like a plant? Like they presumably don't have, or some creatures don't have sense, some life forms don't have sentience necessarily or conscious consciousness, but they are alive. Does any, does any, is any animal or plant conscious? I don't know. Okay, is this body conscious? No. Jada. 
Hmm? The body is jada. The body is jada, exactly. So, but what is conscious is not anything. It is ego, but it's conscious. I mean, it's not, no object is conscious. All, all objects are jada. Hmm. There's one subject. That one subject is the only sentient thing. But because the subject identifies itself with an object, namely a body, the body seems to be conscious. And then when we see so many other bodies, oh, all those other bodies seem to be just as conscious as this body is. But actually no body is conscious. Mm -hmm. But then what is the ethical justification for not harming animals? Mm -hmm. If they're not conscious, why do we not, why do we choose ahimsa, not harming animals? Just like this, you in your view, this body is sentient, isn't it? No. Really? Are you not aware of yourself as I am this body? Oh well. <laughs> from from where are you, where are you where are you now? Here. Here. Here means where, where the body is. It's only from the perspective of the body that you're seeing all this. That's true. So, so we are all aware of ourselves as I am this body. Yes, that's true. So they, they, that's, where, that's a fundamental confusion. So long as we are aware of ourselves as I am this body, what you're actually aware is only I am. But, but because the body seems to be I, the body seems to be aware. And because this body seems to be aware, every other body seems to be aware. Yeah. So we are morally bound to treat all other bodies with the same concern and uh, respect and um, consideration that we treat this body. Could you also say because in the end nothing is, it, it's all ourself, all yeah. oneself? It, it, it is all ourself, but yeah. even, on, even on a more mundane yeah. level where yeah. we see multiplicity, so long as we rise as ego, Ego is actually only one, but in the view of ego, that one ego, there are many, many egos. Yeah. So we have to we have to treat all other creatures with the same regard we take this person that we take ourselves to be. And ultimately, yes, everything is oneself. Yeah. So love your neighbor as yourself is loving oneself, basically loving I am, being I am. You cannot love your, your neighbor as yourself, so long as you see your neighbor as other than yourself. So long as you see yourself as I am this body, your neighbor is someone other than you. So your love for yourself will always be more than your love for your neighbor. So love for your loving your neighbor as yourself is possible only when you, you remove that limitation, I am this body. Then there's no, there's no other. And then, then, you, then only are you truly loving as yourself. You're loving the other as yourself because there is no other, there is only yourself. One time I asked you about um, what Jesus meant by every hair on your head is counted. Can you explain that? Um, I can't, what, in what context did he say that? Um, he was saying that God, oh, God's omniscience, God knows everything, a sparrow, a bird falls, or he knows, and it got every hair uh, on your yeah, yeah, yeah. The omniscience of God, yes, God knows everything. Because God knows the only thing, which is himself. There's some verses in Guru Vachakukubai, in which Bhagavan talks about omniscience, Sabaknyatva. It, it is, 
in our view, God knows everything. Right. But actually, the truth is, yes, in a sense, God does know everything, but he doesn't know everything as everything. He knows everything as the only thing, namely himself. You say that we don't need guru in person, but I think it's nicer to meet you in person than through the camera. <laughs> but I'm not guru. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's someone who's explaining guru's teachings. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to say, I have a sincere question. Can you hold it though? Please? Yeah, oh, you want me to do I something? Just, no, no, I'm just going him. I just need to move. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Ask a question. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> do I need to do it? Okay. Yes, please. Um, oh, uh, I had a talk with a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago, and she she is interested in Bhagavan. But then she asked me a question, which I found very interesting, but I didn't have an answer. Because my answer was, yeah, it's rather obvious. Her question was, how do you know for absolutely true that what Bhagavan is telling is the ultimate truth? Because there are more teachers out there who are saying they are having the ultimate truth, but what they are saying is different than what Bhagavan is saying. And for me it was, well, it's kind of, it's just true. <laughs> but I couldn't make any argument, I couldn't explain to her why it was the truth. And maybe it's not even in my place to explain it to her, yeah, yeah. but I thought it was interesting to, to ask yeah, you yeah, that. Yeah, uh, it's a reasonable question to ask, but um, somehow we rec we, are, we 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 have recognized the yeah. truth in Bhagavad's teachings. That is ultimately it's by grace. Yeah. It is grace that has given us the clarity to recognize that. Yes. So many people recognize truth in. Um, I mean, there are so many different philosophies, so many different religions, so many different. Every, for, for, any, for a follower of any religion, they see, they, they have recognized truth in their particular set of, um, yes. of beliefs. But it's according to the, why, why some people are, uh, why different people are attracted to different spiritual paths, different, uh, different philosophies, different beliefs and everything. It's all according to the degree of purity. So, mm -hmm. but then it's, it, 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 it's, it's, if, if we say that to others, it can sound egotistical. Yeah, or, ar I, or arrogance. But, 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 yeah, because, yeah. I, because I'm pure, I was able to recognize. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but that is the truth. But yeah. that, that, that clarity is not the clarity of ego. That clarity is coming from yeah. grace. That clarity is coming from within, in yeah. other words. So, um, the more we follow Bhagavan's teachings, the, the, the clearer it becomes to us the truth of what he is saying. Yeah. But we, if someone is not convinced, we can't, I mean, we, no amount of logical argument is going to convince yeah. someone who is, who is not willing to be convinced, who is not able to see it. I mean, things that to us seem so clear don't seem so clear to other people. Yeah. So perhaps I could have suggested, maybe you could read a little bit more of Bhagavan's yeah. teachings yeah. and His Grace yeah. could help you understand yeah, yeah. it better. Yeah, yeah. And you can also point out one thing Bhagavan often used to say is, do not believe what you do not know. So Bhagavan isn't asking us to accept all these things. He's not um, asking for blind blind uh, faith or anything. No, look at your own look at your own experience. Yeah, yeah. Look yeah. at your own experience. The yeah. more we look within, 
the clearer it will become to us yeah. the truth in what Bhagavan is saying. Yeah.